You've probably heard me talk about my dog, Jackson. He's my baby boy. And as he's gotten older, he's gotten really finicky about eating. He used to get so excited about food, he'd literally spin. Well, not anymore. In fact, I often have to spoon feed him to get him to eat. Well, no more. Not since we started feeding him fresh food made with whole ingredients, backed by veterinary science. It's Nom Nom. Now, I actually tried making food for him myself. I'd cook up big batches of chicken or beef with vegetables and rice or potatoes. But without knowing what I was doing, he wasn't getting the vitamins and minerals he needed and certainly not in the correct balance. That's all changed now with Nom Nom. Go to trynom.com, T-R-Y-N-O-M.com slash Nicole. They'll ask you some questions about your pup and tailor a specific amount of individually packaged Nom Nom meals and send them to you. By using my special URL, trynom.com slash Nicole, you'll get 50% off of your first order, plus free shipping, and it's a great way to help support this show too. Again, that's trynom.com slash Nicole. plus Nom Nom comes with a money-back guarantee. If your dog's tail isn't wagging within 30 days, Nom Nom will refund your first order. No fillers, no nonsense, just Nom Nom. The following program contains graphic material, including offensive language. Viewer discretion is advised. Wait a minute. Do you still think politics is boring? Well, not when you can say fun words like cacus. Yes, it's fun words like cacus and more. With the intellectual, intersexual, and intersectional, Nicole Sandler on NicoleSandler.com. Where did all those folders go? Mar-a-Lago That guy and his lackeys know It's all for show He was playing hide-and-seek Now he is up a dark brown creek When will they be returned? And when will he ever learn? Then he ravaged E.G. Carroll No compassion Thought himself so bold and He messed with Beijing Carol And now she has him with them Even when the courts adjourn This guy may never learn no trespassing You'll be dealing with Jack Smith Thought that you should know Speaking in the proud voice code Their leader told them lock and load That's a point of no return Now, now they've got ten years to 
she'll go to jail I'm just asking Orange jumpsuit, a cotton pail Let's hope it's so He'll rant and rave, he'll weep and wail In the jailhouse without bail Let's hope he won't return Since he will never An arraignment day song from the Parody Project <laughs> to get us started on this uh, Tuesday, arraignment day in America. Donald Trump is is um, uh, under arrest, although he's out. He's 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 gone from the courthouse. Um, no ankle monitor either, which was kind of disappointing to hear. But and no bond, uh, you know. If it were one of us, if it was you, you went into Mar-a-Lago and you stole some of those documents, which were easily obtainable. <laughs> Just go to the bathroom. Um, I have no doubt we'd be locked up with a key thrown away. But um, Don and uh, Walt apparently left the courthouse, although they've been told not to talk to each other about the case. Walt still works for Donald. So I don't know how that's going to work. Um, they went to the Versailles restaurant, which is the, you know, the famous Cuban uh, restaurant in Miami where, I don't know, that's where all the, the Cubans hang out. And, and Donald went in there and said, food for everyone. How much you want to bet he didn't pay? Because, you know, that's just typical. Anyway, he had to go by Versailles to do it. Yes, Mr. Bird in the chat room said, I typically have to drive by Versailles on 8th Street on my way home from work. Should be a circus today. Yeah, especially since he made a point of going there after his date in court. Uh, I'm steering clear of Miami, period. Not that I go down there very often anymore, because it does feel like a different country. Uh, uh, this is not This is not America. Uh, it's... Trump country. Uh, anyway, hi, welcome to the show. So uh, <laughs> that that was the parody project. Don Karen with a take on um, where have all the flowers gone? Yes, um, uh, Durpin wrote in the chat room. This was the most sensational song written by Pete Singer, Seeger and charted by the Winston Kingston Trio in the summer of '61 when I was 12. Oi, uh, Durbin, you're older than me, but that's okay. Um, uh, yeah, you know, I, I love, oh my God, Dennis, thank you. Dennis uh, made a nice uh, d- 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 donation via YouTube. They have a way that you can um, thank the host and boy, Dennis did. Dennis, wow, thank you so much. Um, I, 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 I'm, I'm a bit flummoxed, so thank you. Um, anyway, so uh, I, I thought about calling the Versailles restaurant, but maybe we'll do that another day when I don't have anything else going on. Jeff Charlotte will be here. Jeff Charlotte is, um, uh, if you've listened to the show for any amount of time, you've heard Jeff Charlotte uh, often. Um, if you happen to catch Chris Hayes last night, Jeff Charlotte was on with him because Jeff Charlotte's most recent book, I just happened to have a copy right here, it's called The Undertow. 
scenes from a slow civil war. And Jeff Charlotte is the guy who, I guess it's about a decade ago already, wow, introduced us to the family and C Street. Uh, Jeff Charlotte's a professor of, of uh, writing at Dartmouth, and he's written a number of books, I think eight already. And he tends to like to explore the underbelly of American society. And not only American, but world society. I mean, he went to he went to um, Russia to see how the LGBTQ uh, community was treated. I, I'm I'm hedging my words there, but he he often does this. And so, most recently, he drove across country. He was taking a child of his to a, a school, and. Um, on the way, he he encountered real Americans, like real Trumpers, and he talks to them. He talks to these people, and he went to Trump rallies. He wouldn't go into the press section. He would get in line with the Trumpers and talk to them to try to hear them, and he's he's incredible. So Jeff Charlotte has been warning about a slow civil war. So I wanted to talk to him today about, you know, the reaction. Now, Trump was trying to recruit people to go down to this federal courthouse in Miami to show support. He did make a point a number of times to say, protest peacefully. So I guess they got the message and they thought, peacefully, why should I go? So, you know, it was hard to tell based on the media coverage, but it didn't appear there were that many people there. Anyway, Jeff Charlotte was booked to be on the PBS NewsHour this afternoon. So I told him, um, you know, that's fine. I gave him the Zoom link and I said, anytime during the hour that you can pop in, just do. I'll see you because he'll show up on that monitor over there. I'll see you when you're there and bring you on and you know we're we're loosey-goosey on this show anyway now before we get into the meat of the thing um i had a few of you ask already how i'm doing because i told you at the end of the show yesterday i was starting a new treatment today i have suffered from depression since adolescence like millions of us it's an ongoing thing and i have what's known as treatment um uh treatment resistant depression in that I've been on literally it's just about every antidepressant out there and they don't work for me they really don't and um, uh, a couple of years ago three years ago actually I did something called TMS uh, uh, trans no I'm transmagnetic stimulation I think it is um, and it and it did work although it was very subtle and it took a while before I realized it was working I've I've had a particularly rough time for the last few months, and so I wanted to do something different. And I've been reading up on um, ketamine treatments. Now, ketamine is a psychedelic drug along the lines of psilocybin mushrooms, LSD, things like that, right? And so, um, uh, I the place that did the TMS for me is a um, a purveyor of of uh, uh, ketamine therapy as well. And so there is a drug approved by the FDA for treatment of depression called Spravato, and it's a nasal spray. They also have infusions where you get an IV. That seemed like a bit much for me. Anyway, 
insurance is an issue here. Now, Spravato, FDA approved, insurance covers it, but my insurance company is being very slow on the approval. So um, basically, because I was waiting a month, um, I don't know if there's any action, but there's another way around where instead of the Spravato, the... um, uh, the pharmacy, the I forget what it's called, where they, you know, they mix their own, their own formulas. The the um, God, what's the new word for it? This is old age setting in. The um, it'll come to me. When I'm not thinking of it. That this kind of pharmacy can make up a an inhalable, uh, you know, a nasal spray, uh, more like a generic uh, ketamine kind of thing. So that's what they ordered from a compounding. Thank you, Karate Joe, a compounding pharmacy. So that's what they did for me while we're waiting for the approval of the, the other one um, uh, uh, for the, for the Spravato to come through. I did this. So I was all worried a little bit about doing a show today because everything I've heard about it is basically, it is a it is a psychedelic. It's it. It gets you high. That's why you have to sit in their office for two hours. They give you a very comfy room with a reclining chair, and you know that you can lie back in a blanket and headphones and bad, you know, new age music. And um, I was all set for that. And I go there and I do it, and I I, I didn't feel much. Now, so I sat through the two hours. And I, I was very, um, it was very, um, very subtle. Huh? Yes, David, hi. You need to inform your audience in yes. all candor that <laughs> anything taken orally is wasted on you. Yes. I've given you capsules that got me nicely buzzed <laughs> of THC. Mm-hmm. Oil and you feel nothing, nothing whatsoever. The average edible on you is would wasted. just be a gummy. Yeah, I don't, bear. I don't do edibles. And it's true because... with prescription medication too. There's things that you can take and you won't feel anything. And there's things that I will, I'll take the same thing and, and you, I'll get everything. You'll be climbing the walls. I'll get everything short of pregnant. Yes, that's true. So uh, I think just like I'm treatment resistant with the the uh, you know. Uh, antidepressants. I also I have, I have very high tolerance for drugs. Let's put it that way. So, it, bottom line is, I did it. I spoke to the person that I deal with over there, and um, she said, "Well, it was the first dose, and the first dose we tend to um, give less just to make sure you don't have any adverse reaction." Like, I was looking forward to, like, enjoying this. <laughs> and and, it, and more than enjoying it, I was looking forward to getting some relief from it. Um, and because I've read, I've done a lot of research on it and saw that some people get immediate results. Well, I didn't have that kind of a reaction. But, uh, you know, I, I go back in again. The way it works is you go twice a week for, I think, four weeks uh, up to six weeks, and then after that, hopefully once a week. But um, so I will go back in. I think for my second appointment, I can go in on Saturday, so I don't have to worry about you know coming in and and a, a you know and and being a little out of it for a show or being whatever. I don't know what I expected. I don't feel any residual effects. I didn't while I was sitting in the chair either. So there's that. Now here's the thing: nothing is a miracle cure. We know that, right? So 
I am, and now I'm going to talk about a sponsor on the show, because I'm really trying to get a handle on uh, this bout of depression. It comes in waves over <laughs> over the years. Um, so, you know, I did sign up for a trial program with BetterHelp. BetterHelp.com is an online um, psychotherapy uh, center. Basically, you go to their website, you go to BetterHelp, that's BetterHelp.com slash Nicole Sandler. That way they know I sent you. And if you sign up, you get 10% off your first month. And you can give yourself a break. You know, look, sometimes the whole process of finding a therapist locally that you can go to is more stress-inducing and 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 intensifies the the anxiety or depression or whatever it is you're feeling. So this is a simple way to get matched with a therapist. Um, what happens is you go to betterhelp.com slash Nicole Sandler and you fill out a little questionnaire and they get a you know they match you with a therapist. Um, if the first one you don't feel a connection with, you can change as many times as you want. And at no extra charge, and until you're matched with a therapist that you like. Um, again, the whole thing is online, so you can do it. You can do the sessions by phone, video cha- conference, or even chat if that's what you want to do. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Again, you just fill out a brief questionnaire, you get matched with a licensed therapist, switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. But the bottom line is, do whatever you need to do to take care of your mental health. Find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Nicole Sandler. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Nicole Sandler. Um, and I'll keep you posted. I'll keep you posted on how my therapy is going and how the ketamine is doing. But first time out of the gate, yeah, it was it was okay. Um uh, I'll give it another chance. I was hoping for a miracle cure, but I've realized there are no miracle cures. Yeah. Um, yeah, Caroline says, you know, I have extremely low tolerance to painkillers. I'm always worried when I have to have anesthesias. I think they might overdose me. See, I'm always worried that they're going to underdose me because my resistance is so high. I'm afraid that's not going to be enough. So I'm going to have to have that talk with them before I go back in. And and I guess when and if I get approved for this bravada, um, uh, I need to make sure they give me a high enough dose. Because, you know, uh, anyway, anyway, there's that. So on to today's festivities. Um, uh, okay, so here, so it was it was very anticlimactic, wasn't it? So, except for the cameras, the cameras outside of the Doral Golf Club, where the former guy was staying in Miami. Um, uh, again, the the motorcade of the black SUVs going down to the courthouse, the sparsely attended crowds. You know, there's a on the on today's show card. You know, the little uh, graphic I put together for today's show. You can't really make out. Somebody in the chat room asked, what is that? He's What's the newspaper? Well, it's actually, it's Trump in the bathroom with the boxes. But Trump's holding a copy of Jeff Charlotte's book, <laughs> The Undertow, for good reason. And behind him, uh, on the uh, taped to the boxes, um, I think you can see, and of course, I didn't pull just that um, 
that graphic by itself. Now I've got to try to find it for you to bring it up by itself. It's a poster. Here it is. It's a poster for the MAGA rally that um, they had planned for outside the courthouse. America first freedom road trip. MAGA Trump flag and sign waving rally Tuesday, June 13th, 2022. They got the year wrong. (laughs) This is just typical of everything that is Trump. Again, this poster was produced to get people out today to support this idiot um, at the court at the federal courthouse in Miami. But they have the date wrong. It was last year. Um, But they had four buses coming from uh, two from Miami. Oh, I see. There were four buses, but only two, one from Orlando, one from Miami. I guess two buses from each place. I, I, I don't know. It says, bring snacks. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but bring snacks. Okay. So anyway, that, <laughs> that was the rally. And it just, you know, Donald Trump was encouraging people to come out. Others were encouraging violence, and it just really didn't happen. Um, I did hear some interviews with some of the Trumpers who are out there. And unfortunately, as I expected, um, these people have blinders on. They believe that, uh, you know, Trump is that that this is all all bogus charges and everything. Trump couldn't possibly have done any of these things that are alleged. And no, they haven't read the indictment because anything written is suspect to them. <laughs> I guess anything written, including books that they're burning and banning. Um, uh, yeah, it's all suspect to them. So I was thinking, well, there are certain people that they will believe, right? Like, like Bill Barr. Bill Barr was Donald Trump's attorney general, right? And um, he actually went on Fox this weekend and said... He's not a victim here. He was totally wrong. Uh, that he had the right to have those documents. Those documents are among the most sensitive secrets that the country has. They have to be in the custody of the archivist. He had no right to maintain them and retain them. And he kept them uh, in a way uh, at Mar-a-Lago that anyone who really cares about national security, their stomach would churn at it. Yeah, it would. Now, I did hear some Trumper um, say, well, yeah, they kept him in the bathroom. There are locks on bathrooms. Yeah, they lock from the inside. Hello. Um, and then somebody else. Oh, Byron Donalds, that bastion of integrity in the Republican uh, uh, caucus in, in Congress. He's from Florida, don't you know? Of course he is. And he said, there are 33 bathrooms at Mar-a-Lago. It's not like anybody could just go in there. Why? Is there a sign that says this bathroom out of order? I don't know. Maybe. But if you're wondering who are these people who would show up to support this felon, this twice impeached, twice indicted, twice arrested with more charges brewing out there, who, 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 who are these people? Um, Well, there were some who went out to the uh, 
uh, to the Mar-a-Lago, not to the Mar-a-Lago, to the courthouse. Sorry, I'm trying to talk and chew gum at the same time. Um, and uh, spoke to some of these people. And I found this video with this man. I, I hate when news um, uh, organizations or news readers, as I call them, uh, refer to people as gentlemen. They refer to felons as gentlemen. This man's not a gentleman. He is, though. He does seem a bit more um, intelligent than than your average Trumper. Then again, that's not saying much. Let's just hear from this man on the street. That uh, video was shared from him by an organization called FreedomNews.tv. So, you know, they've got to be um, legit. A lot of my family blood spilled for this country. Yeah. I'm not going to let it go to waste. I'm not. You're not going to let it go I to refuse. waste. I did 19 years here as a federal agent in Dade County. A federal agent? Um, I'm just not going to let this country go to waste. <laughs> and right now it's going to waste. Well, it's if he gets indoctrinated, January 6th is going to look like a playground. If he, okay, there was a Freudian slip, wasn't it? If he gets indoctrinated, oh, he's already been indoctrinated, sir. You mean indicted? He's already been indicted. You mean arraigned? He was arraigned. So what now? What What are you saying here? Waste. Well, if he gets indoctrinated, January 6th is going to look like a playground. Oh, really? It's going to look like a playground. January 6th is going to look like a playground. I hear from hmm. the militias and everything else. It's going to uh-huh. be a playground. But if they want to fight, bring it. I okay, mean, I got to tell you, he's wearing a T-shirt. You see the, the logo on his T-shirt? It's, it says Guy Harvey. Guy Harvey is an amazing artist who paints... Um, wildlife. He paints um, pictures, uh, paintings of of beautiful sea life. It's not just wildlife, sea life, the oceans, the um, you know the 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 many. Um, um, uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm trying to get my shot back up here, and I kind of screwed it up. Um, he he's an incredible artist, and I'm guessing he wouldn't be all too happy about some maggot wearing his shirt while while opining on the uh, uh, the the um, loveliness of Donald Trump. I have no idea what Guy Harvey's political leanings are, but I'm pretty sure he's not a Trumper. Anyway, keep going, sir. Let us fill us in. Um, share your brilliance with the rest of us. And please. I've been in. I, I watched Kamala Harris in Orlando. Kamala. I watched Antifa. It's Kamala. Throw bottles. What? Spit on my child. Woo! Throw and, stuff at us. Really? And us to refrain ourselves. Oh, sure. Really? Really? Okay. You're a liar. But it is what it is. You know, <laughs> this country's so left right now, but we got to bring it back to the right. We got to get right on the right path. We got to bring everything back. Oy. If we don't, we're going to crumble. We're going to be a third world nation. You know? We have to stand up for that flag. We have to stand up oh for our beliefs. God. The, the, the American flag or the country. Trump flag that we you're forget about him. flying? He's going to forget about us. And right now we're forgetting him and we're forgetting Israel. We forget both of those. Forgetting Israel? Read your Bible. <laughs> Read your Bible. Because there's a lot of Read your like Bible. Oh. All we need is an order. We're ready. Oh. Believe everything that indictment said. All he no, they haven't read the indictments. All he needs is an order. From from their their from their master, Lord and Master Donald Trump. See the Trump flags are also troublesome. Because in no democracy is a president's name put on uh, or or likeness put on a flag. It just in this in in, in this world. Now, 
Here's the other thing that, um, you know, I've been saying, maybe just, maybe Donald, or the people who are defending him perhaps, are saying, well, maybe he just doesn't know the seriousness of these documents. Well, yeah, he does. Um, because he said it over and over again during the 2016 election. Think about some of these things. In my administration, I'm going to enforce all laws concerning Lors? the protection of classified information. Uh huh. No one will be above the law. No one. No one. Really? We also need to fight this battle by collecting intelligence and then protecting protecting our classified secrets. What a concept, protecting our classified secrets? We can't have someone in the Oval Office who doesn't understand the meaning of the word confidential or classified. No. No, you really can't. Don, you can't. Uh, Is there more? We also need the best protection of classified information. Yeah, and? One of the first things we must do is to enforce all classification rules and to enforce all laws relating to the handling of classified information. Yeah. Wow. Right? Okay, so what happened here? What doesn't he get? When will he ever learn, as the song goes? When will he ever learn? By the way, it's not only Trump and and some members, uh, Republican members of Congress, who are inciting people to violence. There is that thing in Arizona. You know, the woman who ran for governor, who thankfully <laughs> didn't win, because at least in Arizona, they didn't elect the, the fascists. But um, her name is Carrie Lake, and Carrie Lake is, I believe, a massive threat to uh, the future of this nation. Here's her latest, and she, she's talking all the time. I usually just don't, um, I don't play her clips, but this one you got to hear. This is Carrie Lake. I have a message tonight. Yeah. From Merrick Garland. From Merrick Garland. And Jack Smith and Joe Biden. Really. And the guys back there in the fake news media, you should listen up as well. This one's for you. Uh, uh-huh. If uh, you want to get to President Trump, you're going to have to go through me, and you're going to have to go through 75 million Americans just like me. Really? And I'm going to tell you, yep, most of us are card-carrying members of the NRA. Okay. Um... And if you don't hear that as the threat, it was meant that's to be. Oh, that's a public service announcement. Oh, that's not a threat. That's a public service announcement. When someone says you're going to have to go through me and 73 million NRA card carrying gun owners, that is a threat. And I hope the authorities are listening because that kind of threat needs to be stopped in its tracks. That is a threat. That's a scary, dangerous threat. Um, so, you know, again, we're waiting for Jeff Charlotte. I don't know what his schedule is over at uh, PBS, but he'll jump in when he can. But there was another uh, thing that happened today, because with all this talk of these people inciting violence, like Carrie Lake, um, like uh, Steve Bannon, Steve Bannon 
for some reason, is still walking around, and he's still doing his radio show or podcast or whatever the hell it is. And today, he had Rudy Giuliani on his show. Now, Steve Bannon wasn't threatening, you know, general unrest, but it sure sounds like he was threatening Bill Barr because of the statement I played for you earlier. What, what, what's that you saying to Bill, to Steve Bannon? And listen for Rudy's sick laugh. And Bill Barr, you can sit up there and say it's a great case. We're going to shove this up your ass, okay? We're going <laughs> to shove it up your ass. You're, you're, you are freaking guilty of treason. Big old, you're guilty of treason and raised guilty of treason. Oh, my God. So that happened, right? And uh, so that was going on. So he's threatening to shove this indictment up Bill Barr's ass. Nice. Um, uh, and then there was the press briefing today with um, Corinne Jean-Pierre, the White House press secretary, and a reporter asked about the about the reports that Trump was inciting violence and trying to get people to, you know, uh, to to engage in civil war. And listen to her answer. And at first, I thought it looked kind of crazy. In addition to, to attacking uh, the integrity of the Justice Department, some of the former President Trump's allies have also talked uh, in, in pretty bellicose terms about what's happening. Uh, Congressman Andy Biggs said we've now reached the war phase, saying an eye for an eye. Steve Bannon said we're at war. Uh, Carrie Lake uh, suggested that uh, President Biden, the Attorney General Garland, and the special counsel uh, would have to go through millions of gun-owning Americans to get to the former president. Yep. Do you have any response to that kind of rhetoric, and, and what, what danger do you think it presents uh, in our country? So look, um, what I will say is what I just kind of reiterated, what the president's focus is on. Yeah. He's focusing on delivering for the American people. As it relates to any kind of protest, we have said this before, uh, we have said this uh, in other iterations of this, is that uh, we are always prepared. Uh, and uh, don't want to spe speculate from here. And I think uh, the Admiral kind of stated this as well, as how we just function on a day-to-day -day basis. Uh, and uh, we're just going to stay prepared, and we're going to just con continue to give the Department of Justice its independence, make sure it continues to have its integrity. We're going to continue to believe and, and uh, certainly respect the rule of law, and we're just I'm not going to comment beyond that. So, so that is, has the president been briefed on the security <coughs> preparations for the former president's appearance at a federal courthouse tomorrow? Uh, so, as you know, the president regularly regularly gets briefed every morning regularly. by the National Security uh, Council uh, and his uh, intelligence, the intelligence community, every morning, as you all know, or or every day, to be more uh, to more precise. I just don't have anything else to share. What I can tell you, certainly not going to speculate from here, and uh, we will be prepared. Okay, she doesn't have anything else to tell you. There was not much in an answer there. I mean, but then again, to play devil's advocate, what do you say to that? Trump is inciting his people and the people like Carrie Lake and the Steve Bannons and the idiots that surround them. They're talking civil war. Now, I'm, I'm thinking I, that maybe we should be slightly encouraged by the lack of turnout today. Um, but then maybe not. I, I, I don't know. And th this is, you know, it's part of the depression. Um, uh, algorithm in the chat room said, remember all the hubbub over no cash bail? Mr. Trump got no cash bail. Never forget. Well, you know, we are, um, 
we have we have a, a multi-tier justice system. And what's so not funny, haha, but funny, strange, is that if you listen to the arguments by these maggots and their defenders, um, it is, and we've talked about this before, it's all projection. It's projection in that they're taking what they do and what they believe and how they operate and saying it's what the Democrats are doing when it isn't at all. It's projection. So when they're saying that um, uh, this is, you know, there there's two levels of, of uh, scrutiny on public officials. There's one for the Trump family and another for Democrats. I guess I could see why they'd say that. But here's here's the truth. There's two levels of uh, of of, uh, de- of degrees of law-abiding citizens. And while the Democrats aren't perfect, the Democrats aren't uh, blameless for anything that's gone on in the past. There have been many, many corrupt, um, uh, far from uh, above-board Democrats. That's not the problem with the Democrats right now. Problem with the Democrats right now is that I don't think they stand up enough to what's going on on the right. On the right, what they say is, we're going to get away with anything we possibly can. And if you call us out on it, we're just going to say, but what about them? The whataboutism is where it is. The whataboutism. So every time one of these talking heads goes on MSNBC, or even on Fox, I've watched a couple of interviews on Fox that say that um, the uh, that that you know they're, that the authorities are looking the other way when it comes to Joe Biden and and Hillary Clinton regarding uh, classified documents. No, oh, and, and Mike Pence too. The thing is, all of those people. When, when it was discovered that they had something, Biden and, and uh, Pence said, oh, well, that's a mistake. Please come get them or tell us how you want us to get them to you. What was uncovered in this indictment was the years-long um, game of cat and mouse that Trump played with the National Archives. They had been asking him nicely to return the documents they knew he still had. And in this case, we're talking about documents dealing with national security, nuclear secrets, military capabilities of ourselves and allies and other nations. And in one case, an attack, a a plan of attack for Iran that still hasn't been found. That we have tapes from one of Trump's own attorneys saying, well, I could have declassified this when I was president, but I can't now, so we got a problem, and a staffer laughing about it. Um, Joe Biden didn't take any documents that were pertaining to national security or nuclear secrets, and then try to conceal them and play a game of cat and mouse where you got some sent to the residence, some sent to uh, uh, Bedminster, some taken out of the cloakroom at the at Mar-a-Lago and put in the residence and then put in the ballroom and then put in the bathroom and then the shower. My God, 
These people are beside themselves. And um, yeah, it's it's just not good. Um, I, I'm guessing that, uh, <laughs> that Jeff Charlotte must be tied up with the PBS NewsHour since I don't see him in the, uh, in the chat room yet. Um, if we don't get him today, maybe we'll get him tomorrow because I really would like... Um, uh, I, I would like to uh, to get Jeff Charlotte's take on what happened today. Um, there's this, you know what, I'm going to play this. I'm probably going to have to turn it down because I saw this happen on TV. As as Trump was leaving the courthouse, um, uh, the, the cameras were, of course, on the motorcade, uh, tuned on or turned on the motorcade, as you would expect. And we see, and, you know, there were a lot of people who were Trump supporters out there. But there were also quite a few Trump detractors. Well, let me just, I'm going to put up this video and let's see if I can grab um, audio of it as well. Let's see if it will bring up the whole screen. Yeah, cool. So this is a screenshot from CNN. It says Trump leaves court after not guilty plea. And, um, Oh, look, it's Caitlin Collins, my favorite. Fascinating perspective from inside the courthouse. But CNN's Shimon Progupes, you're watching as this is the motorcade of the former president leaving the courthouse after he has just pleaded not guilty. Shimon, what are you seeing from your vantage point? Well, you could see here, Caitlin, all of the Trump supporters. There's more press there than there were protesters. As they wait for the former president here to pass by. Uh, You see here one of the SUVs. We believe he's in the third SUV. Oh, he's in the, the third SUV one. Here. Or maybe the middle you one. See, he's in one of them. Oh, one, let's see. Yeah, oh, my God. Waving. Oh, he's there waving. he is. He's waving. He is. Thumbs up, Caitlin. Oh, please. And you could see here, there the police. Yeah, we can see him there. The Secret okay. Service now <laughs> pulling someone. A guy ran out. After someone ran. In front of the car. And obviously now the Secret Service. Oh, you didn't really see it. people back and the officers pushing people back so a little chaos here you don't uh, really you don't really see it uh, a guy ran out in front let me see if maybe it didn't happen yet there are no barricades there are no barricades and many of the people have been able to stay on the street what's that caitlin yeah and she was it clear to you if that was a, a Trump supporter or a counter-protester so who ran out in front uh, of the motorcade? Okay, so I, I guess it, it wasn't clear, and I did see it. I wasn't watching CNN. Maybe that's why I saw a clearer picture. There was a guy dressed in prison stripes. I don't know what sign he was carrying, but he runs out in front of the motorcade, and the cops rush in and tackle him. And Oh, there he is. Okay, so now here, here's the... Hold on, let's see if I can't... Uh, <laughs> here's here's the photograph of the um the guy in his uh prison garb it's an older guy wearing black and white stripes you know like a like a uh what prisoners would wear in um uh in some old like alcatraz movie you know one of those kind of striped suits prison garb anyway that's who ran out in front of the car. And uh, the sad thing is, is he'll probably spend the night in jail, this guy. And uh, Trump didn't even have to post bail. You know, look, he stole secrets that were more um, dangerous than what reality winner took, right? And yet she spent a lot of time in prison and he 
is not. Um, I, I don't know if he will or not. Anyway, phone lines are open. Should you care to comment on what's going on? Because it appears that we will not have Jeff Charlotte today unless he pops in in the next uh, 20 minutes at some point, in which case we'll talk to him. In the meantime, let me tell you, this Sunday is Father's Day and a great gift idea is a blend jet too. Tell me who doesn't like a smoothie. And and being able to make your own smoothie with your own ingredients, not pay the exorbitant um, costs of, of going to a smoothie place. I'm not going to name any of them, but there are a bunch of them around. You can make your own with fresh fruit and um, lots of ice because I like them really icy. Um, and and you, can, you can get really whatever, uh, whatever you want. They have Disney-themed um, uh, uh, blend jets that may not be appropriate for the father in your life, but maybe the children of the father in your life. Anyway, uh, I love smoothies and I love my blend jet too. It's portable, so you can blend up a smoothie at work, a protein shake at the gym, even a margarita at the beach. You can make your own salad dressings if that's what you want. It's small enough, it fits in the cup holder. It's got this new handy top that you can order that um, th- that slides over the opening so you don't have to take the whole thing off. This is my favorite new accessory from the BlendJet 2. Um, it's also pretty quiet, so you can make your morning smoothie without waking up the whole house. Each charge, it recharges with a U- USB-C uh, charger. Each charge lasts for about 15 blends. And to clean it, it's awesome. You just stick a, a, a drop or two of dishwashing liquid in the top, fill it with water, and you run the blender, and it cleans itself. So... There's over 30 colors and patterns to choose from. There is a BlendJet 2 to complement just about any style. So go to BlendJet.com, BlendJet.com. Use the promo code FEEDME12. You'll get 12% off your whole order and um, uh, free two-day shipping. And it makes a wonderful Father's Day gift. BlendJet.com, promo code FEEDME12. Okay, um, so I said call in, and I think Robert from Naples is on the line. Hey, Robert. Hey, Nicole, you call me Mr. Standby. I'm right here. I always for you. Um, I want to say this. Um, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I actually thought the worst was going to happen today. I really thought that they were, you know, these Trumpers were going to lose their mind. And because I've listened for the last week, you know, everybody on right wing radio, as soon as I, I don't listen to them often, but I get in the truck and someone has it on and I'm listening for like just to hear what the other half the other half has to say and they're all cheerleading you gotta get over there you gotta be there you gotta be a true patriot you gotta bring your colors you gotta help you protest 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 and look at what do we get we got nothing nothing at all yeah you know know, they were there but but i think uh, look anybody who didn't read the indictment then then they have no right to say anything um because it's so damning when you see what they've got on him to have Bill Barr, to have Jonathan Turley, who's been one of Trump's biggest defenders for the last five years, say, yeah. this is damning. Yeah. Um, yeah. Barr, Barr was huge. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. But then, you know, I watch those videos like you do, like you just played the guy, the guy, the blonde hair guy. With yeah. The, you know, yeah, I've been a, a, a agent for 19 years. That guy there probably worked in a cafeteria, and he had to get some kind of special clearance. That, that's the only way that guy ever worked for a, a federal agency. That guy, too stupid to do anything. I mean, he barely, what do you have? I want a little trikes going. I mean, 
you know, and, and he's going to, for God and country, he was going to be there. And, you know, but you, 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 we give these people so much oxygen that we think that every one of these morons is like that. You yeah, know? I hear and, you. And, and I so, hear you. You know, and, and I'm guilty of falling into, you know, the, the belief that they're, they're that strong and powerful. No, they're no. just a bunch of morons. <laughs> yes. You know, and that's it. They are, well, that they are. But they think they know everything. Um, hey, Gary, in Naples, Spocko has joined us. Spocko, I believe, is in Northern California, right, Spocko? Yes, I am. Uh, so what did you think about what happened today? Well, um, yay, I'm very happy that uh, it is yet another indictment. Um, and I'm also uh, still depressed. I am. <laughs> I think it's because I am in that same space where it's people were talking about what's going to happen for the next year and a half. Yeah, and well. Like, I can't take it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and, the, and the thing that I, if people were talking about this, the, in the, and I'm just putting together a post about this based on something that Glenn Kirshner had said last night. Um, Trump was ordered not to discuss his case with his aide, right. who works for them, or the co-defendants, but there were no restrictions placed on his speech or his post. So that means that he can go after the people for the next year and a half on social media yeah no i know then that that is that is disturbing it's disturbing that judge cannon is still on the case it's disturbing that it's going to be here in florida because frankly i'm more worried about a florida jury than i am about the judge um there's a lot of variables here and the really scary thing is that if he's tried and found not guilty that's it that he can't be tried again. The only redeeming thing is there's five other indictments waiting for him. So, but, you know, it, this just ratchets up their claim that it's a witch hunt. Well, no, no other person that I can point to has been as blatant in their lawbreaking as he has. It, this is the kind of uh, throw shit against the wall and see what sticks, but all the shit is in the form of different crimes he's committed. Right. Um, I, I really was hoping to be more positive today, uh, <laughs> but not all of us. I haven't got my medications uh, set up new yet. Yeah. So. <laughs> and mine, mine didn't kick in the way I hoped it would, though. I'm going to still I'm going to still give it another chance. Just know that all this stuff you read about ketamine and the first time out, and you're going to get all high. Not necessarily. <laughs> well, I do want to I do want to say I am still going to be focusing on how we deal with threats from Trump and other people like, you know, Carrie Lake. And I did a piece the other day <clears throat> talking about how we need to talk differently about how we have armed, I say armed terrorists, terrorists, armed terrorists in the crowd. And it's a hostage situation. And the hostage situation is not Trump. He's not he's not in danger. It's the rest of us. The 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 law that you said, I did look it up that the law about concealed carry, it doesn't start until July. I 1st. told you that. And you know what? This is how lazy these damn cable news channels are, because I can't tell you how many times I heard this morning. Well, they have concealed carry in Florida. Not yet. The law doesn't go into effect until July 1st. So anybody who was packing concealed weaponry down there in Miami was breaking the law. I guarantee you nobody was arrested. 
Well, it could be. I mean, the the thing is that I did find out, which was there are also uh, a and I put a piece up on uh, on Digby's place about this. There are already 21 million concealed carry licenses that have been issued in Florida to the people in Florida. Right. So the person could have a legal permit to bring it. That is still true. You know, somebody from another state who didn't have it, those things didn't happen. But the thing that I really keep trying to focus on is understanding is we've accepted things like the implied threat of instant death of people and the cops treat the people differently because of it. They do not expect to people that they would like round these people up and, you know, put them in a, in a different place because they're afraid they could be shot at any minute. Yeah. And we really, really need to talk about this because it changes the entire dynamic of how we respond and how, what is a peaceful protest is really a fear it's a it's a was someone recalled it it's like a hostage situation yep. because at any moment they know hey you better treat me with respect or yep. i could kill you yep. uh, okay hey, hey spaco spaco nope spaco and robert i'm actually going to cut both you guys off because jeff charlotte is here and no offense to either one of you but I'd rather talk to Jeff Charlotte. So I'm going to let you two go <laughs> and we can talk, you know, any other day. But in the meantime, so goodbye to, sorry, I'm hanging up on you guys. Bye. And, and I, saying I'm hi. Sorry, people, uh, I don't Spocko, know. go I, away. I, I, I was running late to the interview <laughs> and, and now I've interrupted. I'm like the guy who comes like into a conversation at a party and, and, knocks everybody's drinks over no we were killing time until you got here jeff so jeff charlotte uh, author of eight books including his latest the undertow scenes from a slow civil war um did you hear the question today in the white house press briefing there's all these republicans talking about civil war as you know what what is the white house stance on it and and there was a lot of word salad from corinne jean-pierre not a real answer but is that something that they should be planning for right now? Well, it does seem like a, a question to which the answer is pretty easy. I'm against it. I am against civil war. That is my agenda. And I think this is a sort of uh, indicative of a culture of journalism and politics that for a long time imagines that the parameters are this wide and within this wide, within this amount of space, you can kind of wobble, right? But if we're this wide, you know, beyond the screen, if civil war is on the table and it is on the table, uh, it's happening in a slow way right now. But we saw, as you know, Representative Andy Biggs, Representative uh, uh, Clay Higgins, chair of the border security subcommittee in Congress. This is not a nobody. And of course, Carrie Lake, not an office, but no nobody at all. She's running for VP. Um, all these people calling for war. And then, of course, the civil war rhetoric that's simmering all over. What I was most afraid of today, Nicole. No, I take it back. I was most afraid of violence, right? Yes. But I'm really pretty sure it wasn't going to happen. I mean, I was just about positive it wasn't going to happen. And I knew it wasn't going to happen because the very people calling for it like Congressman Higgins mm-hmm. said, the thing is, don't go there. That's a trap. That's an FBI trap. And the and and the militia movement, the right wing movement, has evolved. It's a little like the press before January sixth; they weren't ready for that. Well, now here we are in twenty twenty three, and the press is ready for twenty twenty one. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, one on one doesn't happen, and they say, "Oh, I guess it's hyperbole. I guess it's nothing." Right? Well, they're they're right with the Trumpers because I don't know if you saw this. There's a there's a poster that uh, they put out that Florida Republican Assembly dot com made up a poster to get people out to the courthouse today. Uh, they had buses from Miami, which isn't too far, and Orlando. Do you do you see the one glaring thing they got wrong? Mac Trump flag and sign. I didn't see this before. No, where, where's the error? I gotta look at the date. Oh well, that that. that <laughs> Oh, so last now. year, you know, they can't even get the date right. So they're they're like the gang who couldn't shoot straight. Hopefully, they well, can nobody shoot straight. Wanted to go. Like, I mean, militia guys weren't going to go. I, I heard people talking about. Um, oh, I, I was talking to uh, my friend Catherine Joyce, wonderful reporter Catherine Joyce, and you should all read her latest report on Sarasota, Florida, and Vanity Fair, which is Sarasota is one of the richest counties, uh-huh. and. It's where it is the epicenter now of, you know, it's where all these right-wing guys are setting up shop. And that's and where New College is, that the, right, that right. the, 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 the school board. Right. But so she's been covering that. And so she was looking at a school board out in California. Proud Boys were poised, as they are all over the country, to show up at this school board meeting. Well, then uh, local folks, local liberals were saying, well, they won't be there because they're going to go to Miami. And Catherine knew. And as soon as she said it, it made perfect sense. Of course, they're not going to Miami. They're going to answer Trump's call at their school board. The line is where you are. When Representative Clay Higgins says, know your bridges, he means your bridges. He sure as heck doesn't mean I-95 in Philly, which is an accident. And now it's going into conspiracy theory. Of course. And he doesn't mean the bridges to Miami. He means the militia movement, the constitutional sheriff movement, know your county, know where you are, shut off, make a second amendment sanctuary. I've got towns in Vermont around me that are second amendment sanctuaries. They don't enforce gun laws. Um, Be able to shut it off from the feds. That's the militia imagination. Remember, they see themselves as persecuted. They do not see themselves as attacking, even as they do. They see themselves as defending themselves from an attack. So I, I think um, uh, the danger of today was the second, the biggest danger was violence, but I didn't think it was a very realistic danger. The second biggest danger, which I thought is very likely, and I think we're seeing it play out, is, well, I guess it didn't happen. Yeah. I guess, I guess maybe it wasn't, maybe we are overreacting. Maybe Trump doesn't have that pull. Does Trump still have pull? Meanwhile, all the militia guys are like, yeah, we're not going to that. That's a, that's a Fed trap. That's like a trap. Said, Right. Representative Higgins said, now, if you go, you're going to an FBI trap. They're going to try and gather buses. They're going to stop a bus, and then they're going to create a fake incident so that they can arrest everyone in the bus. He actually put this out as a congressional press release. Wow. You know, and it's standard thinking. I mean, I've, I, I, in the undertow, I talked to a lot of people who are like, I will never go to an event again. That doesn't mean I haven't stopped working. Let me show you my night vision goggles. Let me show you my body army. Let me show you my AR-15. Let me I'm show you my armory. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So the, um, uh, I, 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 none of us can predict the future. We don't know what's going to happen, but we do know that these people are still organizing. They're still online. They're still. I, Nicole, I have been given the power. I can predict the future. Please. I predict <laughs> that there will be pundits saying the no show in Miami means, you know, maybe the fever has broken. Maybe this is the thing that convinced MAGA 
I guarantee it. I get, you know how I know it? Because I just saw today the No Labels organization. Oh, this God. is the, you know, the ones putting out Joe Manchin. They have so generously said, hey, they're, you know, they're not into, against the Democrats. They said, we won't run a candidate unless Trump is the nominee. In other words, what they're saying is that they'll we run a candidate unless we can help make Trump president. President, right. I mean, obviously they're, they're saying something different, but that's the only outcome if they do run exactly. a candidate against exactly. Trump. It'll divide the, the Democrats or the people who can't vote for Trump and put him through. This, you know, the fact of the matter is we're in as hallucinatory a space on the liberal left as there is in QAnon. Now, I, I, I'm not going to name names. This is an editor I like and so on. But I just had an argument with an editor the other day, and I think it's safe on the show. I'm pretty sure. Well, I know she hasn't watched the show because if she watched the show, then she'd be comfortable with saying Richard Spencer is a fascist. Yes. Richard Spencer, the alt-right leader. Yes. The guy who did hell. The guy who says, I like Nazis. The guy who defends American Nazi Party. I said, well, I don't know if you can call him fascist. You can't call him fascist in your article. Oh, my God. You can't use the F word. That's like the N word. And, and, and you see what Trump did on Saturday. He said, either we destroy them or they destroy us. He actually used those words, right? Mm-hmm. Um, language. And he said, it doesn't matter what you call them. Communists, fascists, right. Marxists. Right. And what he's doing is sort of saying, hey, this word fascist doesn't mean anything. And then we get, I predict, I can predict in the future, we're going to keep going as we've been going with mainstream journalists saying, well, you can't use the word fascism. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't mean anything. And I'm like, no, actually, here, you want to go by Robert Paxson's definition. You want to work with a more recent definition. Here's a, here's a, a, a library of scholars who've mm-hmm. done this work. And uh, we can say it's there. And I, I'm positive that's going to happen. And that's my dismay about today. I'm, I'm, I'm pleased there was no violence. I didn't think there would be, but I am distressed that... I would have loved to seen the press start to say, like, hey, look. And I'm glad about that question. Are you worried about civil war? That's, yes. That's the right question. It was um, a good question. Her answer left a lot to be desired. Is, right. is like imagining that we can still dodge this conversation. I don't know how we prepare for what's coming. I just know that we need to stay diligent and, and aware of what's going on. See, that's the thing I'm seeing with these Trumpers. Saw a few of them interviewed on TV today. And the question was asked, did you at least read the indictment? No, I don't have to read that. Anything that came from the FBI or from Jack Smith or from it's all fake news. Trump has so infected people with his 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 euphemisms. Uh, it, it, fake news is the wrong terminology. Sorry, it, it's it's not. It's real news. You may think that the that the, there, there's a problem with what's in the indictment. There isn't. It's all real. Um, but there's such distrust that has been festering and it's, you know, opposite world. Facts don't well, matter anymore. The idea is that we've just got to get people to can read the indictment. Give me a break. <laughs> I mean, most of the liberal lefty people I interact with on Twitter brag about how they don't read a newspaper. Really? Huh. Get all the news I need on Twitter. Right. Okay. Now they're going to read a, a 40-something page legal document which everyone says, like, it'll make your jaw drop. It's not the most thrilling reading, and we shouldn't pretend it's such. No, but it's uh, easy reading, and it's, it's, it's evident. Not, no, it's not, it's not for regular people. It's <laughs> not for people who aren't steeped in politics. Right. Well, I teach at Dartmouth College. I've yes. got colleagues here who uh, barely know that Trump was indicted. Oh, my God. 
ah, See, the news just makes me feel bad. Yeah. I wouldn't even know how to interpret that, you know? Um, what, 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 I don't understand. What, the Espionage Act, what do you mean? Was he, he what, what, so did they catch him giving? Well, no, that's not what the Espionage Act is. Look, how many of your listeners know? Because we're all excited. He committed a felony. You know why it's a, a lot felony. of felonies, right? Well, do you know why it's a felony? Why what he did was a felony? Taking, yeah. taking first of all secrets from the government that you're not allowed to, and then, then saying he doesn't have them and lying to the government. It's all no nope. national security secrets. No, that why is it a felony? Trump made it a felony, hoping to prosecute Hillary. Right. Well, and he said it over <laughs> no, and over and over again. Charge. This used to look, it's a crime. Here's the thing because this is the thing we've got Trump on, we're acting like this is the worst thing Trump ever did. It is not. No, I think January 6th and probably then, was. Yeah, January 6th is probably rates up there, right? Or maybe the, the half million dead of, of COVID, or maybe we attribute all the, all the dead because of the way he set things going, right? Yeah. Um, but there's people saying, well, we just know he sold things to the Saudis. No, we don't. No, we don't. Left. Here's how we fight back. We can't fact check a myth. We can't just say, well, right wingers, here's how it's not true. But what we can do is we cannot give in to that conspiracism. And look, I want Trump prosecuted. He made it a felony. That's the deal. That's the rule of law, right? Under the rule of law, it's now a felony. But I don't need to pretend that this is the greatest crime he ever did. Right. I am suddenly, because you know who else? I, I'm all for reality winner. Yeah. I'm all for, I'm all for, for uh, Chelsea Manning. Yep. I am not, and I don't, I don't think they should have gone to prison. So I can't do that shuffle. I can, I can say Trump needs to go to prison because of who he was, the context of what he did. But I can't just say, this is an evil crime. E-E-E-E-V-I-L. I, but 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 there's there's degrees as well. I mean, don't don't you worry? The reason that he took these documents, I mean, an attack an attack plan on Iran that's still missing. By the way, who what for what purpose does he need the nuclear secrets? I, 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 don't, don't go down the road. Don't go down the road, Nicole. Go down. I'm a reporter. You're a reporter. Go down mm-hmm. with what we know. Mm-hmm. What we know is the guy loves showing off. <laughs> yes, he does. Now, maybe he was going to do more. But what we know, what we know is bad enough. Stick with what you know. Jack mm-hmm. Smith is sticking with what he knows. Yeah, he is. Right? Yep. And you made a good point. Here's this. I guess he's talking about his new laws of classification here. One of the first things we must do is to enforce all classification rules and to enforce all laws relating to the handling of classified information. Uh, Okay, for thee, but not for me. I mean, that's how he operates. That's Trump doesn't believe in the rule of law. And I think actually... I think there should have been more coverage of the speech on Saturday, which was a pivot point speech for Trump. And you know, I've been covering him since he came down that golden escalator. Yes, you have. And I've seen some bad speeches. And there was ways in which that speech wasn't dramatic. I was like, ah, what a relief. No talk about disembowelments. (laughs) Oh my God, this is great. I'm watching this whole speech and there's no rape stories. What a relief, right? But there was other things that were new or expanded and were different and they're not being covered. And that's more significant. Well, he's need. I don't need to imagine that maybe Trump was selling to the Saudis when I know 
what Trump said on Saturday night. And and and, I, and I, the temptation, and this is what's happening now. I, I, I'm just, I have to say, Nicole, you know, the whole point of the book, The Undertow, is to, to sort of interpret interpret the language. And that's what I did with Representative Clay Higgins. People mm-hmm. were making fun of his tweet. Ha ha, this doesn't mean anything. 150K, what does that mean? It means one to 50,000. It means the, mil- the scale of a military-grade map. No, your bridges, that can't mean anything. Jonathan Chait, New York Magazine. Word salad. No, it's not. It's malicious speak. And mm-hmm. if you've ever seen a war movie, you should know what know your bridges means, right? The bridge over the river Kwai. Hold the access points. Perimeter probe, what's he talking about? Is that some weird sex thing? No, it's testing the strength of an enemy force. So we interpret this language, right? We don't have to make up any language. It's right there. We right. don't have to make up language about what Trump wants to do. He told us on Saturday night. So we don't have to imagine he wants to sell to the Saudis. Because he told us what he wants to do. And you know what? It's a lot worse than selling secrets to the Saudis. So he's speaking tonight, too. He made a big deal. I'm going to speak tonight. Do you think it'll be more of that? What's that? We're not going to miss it, are we? What what time is it? I don't know. What time is he speaking? We better check. (laughs) I don't know. But we we need to wrap up anyway. We're already in overtime. Um, The thing is, we don't know. We need to be prepared for anything. And I don't know what what form that takes even. uh, Because I do (laughs) read your work, Jeff Charlotte, and it's scary. And the thought of driving across this country is terrifying. Um, Everything. Just, you know, the thought of going down to Miami today to me was, I'm not going anywhere near there. Not that I would anyway. But... This stuff is brewing. These people don't listen. They don't want to know from the truth. They want to hear what Donald Trump tells them. I heard one of them say, we're just waiting on the order. The order of, right? There's a lot of people waiting on the orders. But look, I'll say another thing that I think is really important that we're underestimating is that we've had mass shooter after mass shooter after mass shooter, right? Yeah, we have. And some of these have nothing to do with anything, but enough of them leave manifestos. And when you read the manifestos, as I do, that's part of the interpreting the language. That's what I do in the undertow, right? Um, Bobby Crimmy, the uh, the mass shooter on July Fourth in Highland Park, all they said he has no politics. Yes, he did. That Allen, Texas. Republicans saying he, that guy has no politics. He's got a swastika tattoo here, and <laughs> right. there. And he says, "I'm doing this." Um, when we read this, we see one mass shooter after another, cutting and pasting from the previous manifesto, uh. acknowledging that they're doing so, acknowledging that they're probably going to die. Saying, "Here's how I did it. Here's the tools I used. I learned. I improved on the last one." They really do say this in their manifestos. I improved on the last one. And this is what I did. This is what I worked. I hope you will improve on this and carry it forward. At what point do we stop saying those aren't lone wolves, that the risk is not, there's going to be death because of today, but it wasn't going to be in a crowd in Miami. It's going to be the next mass shooter who has a manifesto and says, our republic has fallen. Now, here's the thing. That guy is going to be reacting not just to to Lauren Boebert and Carrie Lake and Marjorie Taylor Greene talking about civil war and so on. He's also going to be reacting to all those responsible Republicans who saying, well, we're a banana republic now. Because what's that language mean? The political press says, well, that's just political rhetoric. No, if you're a banana republic, you're beyond the rule of law. Right. What, what's the corrective? In a banana republic, how do you change a government? How do you change a government in a banana republic? With a coup, a violent overthrow. Right. right. So there's going to be mass shooters 
doing this. I, I, I don't think uh, Ted Cruz is trying to send a secret signal to the mass shooters. He's reckless. I also don't think he's a smart man. I don't think he's a fool. He is. He's a very smart man. Let's not fool ourselves. Look, we wouldn't be screwed. If they were all dumb, we wouldn't be in this situation. All right. He's a very smart man. I, I couldn't have gone to the colleges he went to. Um, but he, uh, he, he knows that. He knows that. Trump knows on Saturday night when he says, we're going to drive out the globalists, cast out the communists. Yep. Trump knows that's, that's 200-year-old anti-Semitism. That's right. That's the Gospel of John and the Gospel of Matthew. Drive out the money changers, cast them out, and that has been a staple of anti-Semitism. He knows the anti-Semites will hear it, and he knows other people won't understand it. But what he's doing is taking anti-Semitism, that conspiracy theory, and expanding it to all his enemies. Wow. They know it, right? Yep. They understand it. And I think people saying, oh, Trump, Trump's not, he's never cracked the Bible. He doesn't need to. No. First of all, he's a speechwriter. Um, <laughs> and second of all, no one likes to hear it. Trump's an incredibly sharp man at what he wants, what he needs to know. The thing that he wants, he finds out. It is part of his horror monstrosity is he knows nothing other than that which will advance himself. He's like a sign mold, you know, it's like one direction. Um, but uh, I think that's where we've got to pay attention. And and like, let's, let's all leftists and liberals and so on. Um, let's not, let's count today as a victory. Okay. But, but not the end of the story. Right. A, a battle, not the war. Yeah. Right. Uh, th- th- this is this is uh, this is going to be another long war, another endless war, unfortunately. What the, uh, the struggle? Let's go with struggle. I don't, I don't like struggle. War. That's it. You're right. It is a struggle. It is a, definitely an ongoing struggle. And let's hope we can fend off the war. Uh, Jeff Charlotte, um, read him. Read the undertow. It is frightening. But everything in here you need to know. I love that you get in the crowds with these people and talk. You know, I was thinking today, if I were younger and and, and a little less, um, I don't know, frightened, I might have gone down to Miami to talk to some of these people. But um, I don't want to go anywhere near them. So I thank you for you doing it. So, right, well, uh, I so I don't have to. I'm going to a Trump meeting tomorrow. So wish oh. me luck. Oh, my um, God. We'll see. Um I'll, I'll, I'll let you know. Please. Uh, and will we read about it anywhere? I don't know. I'll see what I find. Okay. We can follow you on oh, Twitter, though. We'll see all, something on Twitter. something, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, so find Jeff on Twitter at Jeff Charlotte, S-H-A-R-L-E-T, and read The Undertow, I'm telling you. At, it's, at, at the very least, we knowledge is power. The more we know about how they're operating, the better we can defend ourselves and try to hold on to democracy because that's the point we're at right now. So, uh, Jeff Charlotte, I'm glad you're on the beat. Thank you so much. You too. Bye-bye. All right. Talk to you soon. Take care. Thank you again. Uh, Jeff Charlotte, he really is. um, He's great. He makes me think. He challenges my, um, you know, my way of thinking. And he never has problem telling me when I'm wrong. You see, you can tell me I'm wrong. And I even admit that I'm wrong occasionally just so you know all right with that we're done i don't know what we're doing tomorrow uh we'll find out uh, i mean we're, I'm, I'm sort of letting the news dictate what we do so we'll figure it out um 
<laughs> All right. Until tomorrow. Thank you, as always, for listening. Thank you for the, the you guys in the chat room for your generosity today. It's awesome. What? Very occasionally. Very occasionally what? Uh, very occasionally. You're right. Well, when I'm wrong, I admit that I'm wrong, but I'm not often wrong. But when I am, I admit it. <laughs> More than you do. Uh, all right. Uh, we're done. We're way in overtime. So I'm really going to go because I got to go cook dinner now. All right. So see ya. See you tomorrow. Thanks, everybody.